0: Hey, uh, every week we like to bring our prophecy update, showing you how news and trends in the world corroborate the centuries-old prophecies that are found in the Bible. This week I want to talk about America in Bible prophecy. Uh, As you probably know, our great nation is not really listed as a player in the end-time scenarios of the Bible. There are some people who try to find the United States Uh, on the pages of Scripture, but it's really just not there. And it's given rise to lots of speculation as to what might happen to us that would weaken us as a world power. Of course, that's all it is, is speculation, because when the Bible is silent about something, then uh, we can't say for sure. My own speculation is that when Jesus resurrects and raptures the church, America will be devastated and reduced in strength to the point survivors will need to probably join with Canada and Mexico to form a North American Union which will be kind of the flow of world government in those days. And so, uh, you know, sometimes I think, what would it be like, really, if uh, the rapture took place uh, and just the terrible devastation that would happen uh, across the planet uh, but especially, I think, in the United States, uh, f- uh, for all our problems and difficulties and, and our uh, backsliding, as it were, uh, still lots of Christians in the United States, in, in the military, in the government, in all walks of life, just people in general, uh, millions and millions upon millions of people gone in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. It would, it would have a radical effect on uh, our politics, to say the least. Now, others feel that some catastrophic disaster will happen prior to the rapture that will weaken our status. And that's always a tough call because uh, we're not God and He hasn't predicted that of our particular nation. uh, And so I think we should shy away from that. Uh, There is, however, a very intriguing teaching in Genesis regarding the status of nations in regards to the nation of Israel. It's Genesis 12, 2 and 3 where God is addressing His elect nation... In relation to the other nations of the world. And it reads like this. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Now we do try to avoid sensationalism in our prophecy updates. I think it gives Bible prophecy a bad name. When we jump to conclusions. Uh, It's uh, uh, you know. People are always saying all kinds of crazy things. The one I remember the most as a young Christian I've shared with you before, uh, there was something in the, uh, I think it was 88, 1988, called the Jupiter effect, when all of the planets were going to be lined up in a, an alignment, and the Jupiter effect was that Jupiter's enormous gravitational pull was just going to wreak havoc on the earth, especially with all the planets lined up. And I, I still remember waking up in running springs on the morning of the Jupiter effect, and uh, thinking I was going to be sucked into the ocean or something, you know, but uh, it came and went. Nothing happened. Uh, maybe something scientific happened, but nothing prophetic happened. And so we don't want to become sensational. However, having said that, I did hear something this week that I think bears uh, consideration, or at least it needs to be talked about. Israel was born as a modern nation on May 14, 1948. That itself, a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy that's over 2,000 years old. Since then, they have celebrated their independence each year. Because Israel follows a lunar calendar, the date of their celebration is different each year. The date this year fell on April 19th. So on April 19th, the 62nd anniversary of Israel's Independence Day, President Obama released a statement saying that the United States shares an unbreakable bond with Israel and he was confident the relationship will only be strengthened into the future. But something else was happening on April 19th, something involving U.S.-Israeli relations. Fox News reported on that date that there was a major shift in our support for Israel. To quote from their web article, quote, The U.S. was giving serious consideration to not using its veto if a vote on Israeli settlements was to come up. It has been the policy of successive administrations to veto virtually all anti-Israel resolutions at the Security Council. Israel's defense minister, Ehud Barak, expressed concern on that same day about deteriorating relations with the United States. He warned, quote, the growing alienation with President Obama's administration is not a good thing. For the state of Israel in the administration's message of congratulations to Israel on that 62nd day of independence, U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton mentioned her uh, recognized borders omitting the word defensible one top writer commented by omitting defensible borders from her message. She spoke for the first U.S. administration to abdicate its guarantee of defensible borders as a fundamental component of Israel's security, thereby nullifying her and the U.S. president's pledge to not waver in protecting Israel's security. And so uh, people who follow these things say that this is an extremely significant omission from her congratulations to Israel. People like the Secretary of State don't usually misspeak Uh, They don't miss words uh, too much. And so she omitted the word defensible. Uh, That, with some other things, signals a change in our policy towards Israel. On the same day Israel was celebrating her nationhood, our nation was preparing for a strategy to take a more neutral approach to Israel in its Mideast policy. Now, here is where it can get a little sensational if we're not careful, but I have to give you these dates. It was the next day, April 20th, that the Deepwater Horizon exploded, killing 11 crewmen and causing what is now the greatest environmental disaster in the history of our nation. The tragedy continues even as we speak. And so April 19th, Israel celebrates their independence for the 62nd time. April 19th, Fox News and other legitimate news outlets report that the U.S. will no longer automatically support Israel in the U.N. uh, And Hillary Clinton gives a speech uh, to that effect and the next day, April 20th, the deep water horizon explodes. That's all I can say. Some see it as the direct judgment of God. I fall short of that. I, I, I don't think we can know that. Uh, I just don't. Uh, but these are things that did occur. And so I remind you, we follow the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, the trends in biblical prophecy. Uh, but nothing needs to be fulfilled. Nothing needs to happen before the Lord comes back as he promised to resurrect and to rapture the church that is always in the Bible, an imminent event, imminent meaning it could happen any time, not just soon or right around the corner. It means right now. Uh, it, the rapture of the church is always imminent. It could always happen immediately. And so we follow prophecy because we believe the Bible speaks to these issues. We do believe we're living in the last days, that ours is the generation that has seen the fulfillment of so many prophecies, uh, the rebirth of the nation Israel specifically uh, as predicted, but also so many other things that have fallen into place technologically and whatnot that could only be true of our generation, of these days in which we live. And then we see things like this that are incredible if they're coincidences. Uh, God has warned that the nation should stand with his nation and we certainly want to do that. Uh, and so it's very interesting. But we're we're not looking for these things so much as we're looking for Jesus Christ, amen? And that's why every week I like to tell you to get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.